What if there were a universe, a cosmos, which began in shining blackness, out of nothing, out of fire, out of a single silent breath? And into it came billions and billions of stars beyond imagining. And near one of them, a world, a blue-green world so beautiful that learned clergymen could not even speak about it cogently, and brilliant scientists with their physics, their mathematics, their empirical impressionistic musing in trying to describe it began to sound like poets. What if there were a universe in which a world was born out of a smallish star, and into that world at some point flew blackbirds, and into it swam sperm whales, and into it bloomed crocuses, and into it blew wind to lift the tiniest hairs on naked arms in spring, and into it at some point grew onions out of soil, and in went Mount Everest, and also the coyote we spotted in the woods just about a mile from here, after sunrise on these mornings when the moon is full. The very scent of him makes his brother, our dog, insane with fear and joy, and ancient inbred memory. Into that world came animals and elements and plants and imagination, the mind and the mind's eye. If such a universe existed and you noticed it, what would you do? What song would come out of your mouth? What prayer, what praises, what sacred offering, what whirling dance, what religion and what reverential gesture would you make to greet that world? every single day that you were in it. This call to worship by Unitarian Universalist Minister Victoria Safford welcomes all those who've gathered here on Zoom for our Sunday service. Welcome to regular members of the congregation, to friends and visitors with us today from near and far, and also anyone who might be listening into our podcast or watching on YouTube sometime later in the future. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackhall and I've been part of the congregation for 22 years. These days I'm the ministry coordinator and also a ministry student with Unitarian College. Today I am delighted to be co-leading the service with my dear chum Jeff Jones, recently retired lay pastor with Brighton Unitarian Church. And this morning our theme is wonder. The shape of the service is going to be just a little different than usual. Instead of a sermon today, Jeff is going to treat us to a long and uplifting guiding meditation on the theme. If anyone is here for the first time today, we're especially glad to have you with us. Very welcome. I hope you find something of what you need this morning, a bit of consolation, a bit of spiritual insight, perhaps. Please do hang around after for a chat or drop us an email to introduce yourself if you'd like. Or you might want to think about coming to one of our small group gatherings during the week on Zoom again, as they're a good way to get to know people more organically and get more of a sense of the congregation and who we are. If you are a regular, thank you for all you do to welcome all those who come. Even on Zoom, we all play our part in co-creating this sacred space and this sense of community. Whoever you are, however you are this morning, know you are welcome here just as you are. As John said at the top of the hour, feel free to do what you need to do to be comfortable. It's lovely to see your faces, but it's absolutely fine to keep your camera mostly off and lurk. There will be opportunities to join in, but they're invitations, not obligations. There's no compulsion to do so. I'm going to light our chalice now, as we do each Sunday and at other times when we gather. 
This is a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and it reminds us of the historic and progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. We light this chalice to affirm that new light is ever waiting to break through to enlighten our ways. New truth is ever waiting to break through to illumine our minds. New love is ever waiting to break through to warm our hearts. May we be open to this light, this truth, this love, and to the rich possibilities that it brings us each day. Let's take all those joys and concerns that we heard expressed and the ones that remain unexpressed. Let's hold them in a spirit of compassion and loving kindness as we move into an extended time of prayer now. This prayer is based on words by Laura Horton Ludwig. And let's each do what we need to do to get into the right state of body and mind for it. Maybe wiggle about a bit, shift your position, adopt what feels like a prayerful posture for you you might want to close your eyes, soften your gaze, or look at the chalice flame. Whatever helps you to get your heart in the right place to be fully present with yourself, with the rest of the community, and with that larger presence which holds us all. Spirit of life, God of all love, light within and without, mystery from which we've all emerged, within which we live and die. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and stillness at the centre of our being. As people of faith, we seek to live in a spirit of love, a spirit of community, and justice and peace. Yet in so many corners of the world, both far and near, we see exploitation and coercion, divisiveness and hate. We struggle to respond to the outer world and our inner dramas in ways that manifest love. At times we may fear that love will not be strong enough. At times we may question whether love really is at the root of all things in the world with so much struggle and suffering and discord. This is the mystery within which we live and die. These are the questions which haunt our days and nights. Yet we are not without hope. Our struggles and our questions, they testify to our longing for peace and love. In the stillness and the silence of our own heart, we read the imprint of love, a light within. So may it keep hope alive. May it guide us all as we seek to act wisely and well. 
May it help us to be vessels of compassion for one another and for our world. And in a quiet moment now, let us each look back over the week just gone to take stock of it all. The many everyday cares and concerns of our own lives and those concentric circles of concern which ripple outwards till they enfold the entire world and all those lives which touch our own. Let's take a little while to sit quietly in prayer with all that weighs on our hearts this morning. And let us also take a moment to notice and appreciate all the good that's happened in this past week. Moments of delight and uplift, pleasure and beauty, all those acts of generosity and kindness we have known. Despite everything, there's still lots to be grateful for. So once again, let's take a while to sit quietly in prayer and give thanks. Spirit of life, God of all love, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness, and we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen. Time for us to sing together now. Our first hymn is Do You Hear? Uh, both of our hymns today are recordings of our own congregation back in the church in 2017. So as always, please excuse any coughing or rustling or shuffling you might hear. We weren't expecting to broadcast these at the time they were recorded. The words will be up on your screen so that you can sing along or you might prefer just to listen. Either is fine. We'll do our best to make sure everybody's muted so you won't be heard as you belt this one out. Thank you. 
years old wonder. The following piece is by a Unitarian Universalist called Mary Fagan. She writes, I am a million of years old wonder. I am an international, no, cosmic treasure. I ought to be safeguarded in a museum, somewhere like Paganini's old violin. I ought to be gasped at, talked about in hushed, amazed, reverential tones. Viewers would touch me gently and feel lucky. Daily newspapers' headlines could say, Mary Fagan exists again today. Radio and TV shows could discuss me, my ordinary events, that I saw a blackbird with my millions of years old eyes and heard it sing with my highly advanced evolutionary ears, that my graceful hands with opposable thumbs fed my sensitive mouth delicious strawberries that it tasted. Then, without a conscious thought, my brilliant brain directed my masterful complex digestive system to assimilate and use them for fuel, to wash dishes, write poems, hold babies, laugh and give kisses. No one would completely understand or dare to finally say how marvellous, magical, famous, fine self exists. Really? I'm just, bottom line, a millions of years old wonder. And so are you. Thank you, Marianne, and good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Jeff, uh, and I am delighted to be co-leading uh, this service today. As Jane has said, our theme is wonder. There won't be a sermon this morning. Instead, I'd like to share with you just a few thoughts about wonder and two guided meditations, a short meditation and a longer one later on, both related to our theme. Just before I get into our theme, I should say that I have a, a sinus condition uh, that can make my mouth and throat very dry. So apologies if I'm sipping water a lot. Uh, and apologies if I have to clear my throat from time to time. So before we come to our first meditation, a few words about wonder. There are many different types of it. Wonder is wonderfully varied. Sometimes we are just stopped in our tracks, astonished by the grandeur of a sea storm, or by the gentle beauty of late evening light on a landscape. Or we are moved by a piece of music or a painting or a poem 
moved in a way that we cannot quite ever put into words. And of course, sometimes wonder is what happens between human beings. I'm thinking of those moments, for example, when we are falling in love and feel only love for the whole world. Or we might see, as if for the first time, the miracle of a newborn child and be amazed by that child. Or we might experience the joy of hearing the voice of a dear friend who has been away for a while and we might find ourselves happily astounded by the resonance of that voice. There is another type of wonder that happens when we see the ordinary as if for the first time and are filled with appreciation. That tree we might walk past every day and had taken for granted until now. That face we see all the time at work, a face, a face whose ordinary but precious kindness is suddenly real to us. That cup of tea we knew we really needed, but in the mir miracle of the present moment, in the drinking of it, it is the most welcome and restoring thing in the world. And sometimes, if we are lucky, we might be unaccountably visited by an overwhelming experience of connection and joy, by a presence maybe, by an awareness both within ourselves and outside of ourselves. We are uplifted or consoled or serene or inspired in ways that we could never have imagined. That gift, that sudden visitation cannot be commanded, it cannot be ordered, but it is as real as it is mysterious. The Irish poet W.B. Yeats describes just such an experience in a passage in his poem, Vacillation. He says, my 50th year had come and gone. I sat a solitary man in a crowded London shop, an open book and empty cup on the tabletop. While on the shop and street I gazed, my body of a sudden blazed, and 20 minutes more or less, it seemed so great, my happiness, that I was blessed and could bless. These words of Yeats seem to 
entertain the possibility of grace. Grace, which in Christian ideas is just such a, a is, is a sudden and wondrous bestowal of God's love and light. My body of a sudden glazed, he says. And yet the poet has just been reading. He tells us he has been sitting with an open book and empty cup. And so perhaps reminds us to add to our categories of wonder, the power and beauty of books. Perhaps for a writer who has just been reading, a book itself is a gift of love and light. Whatever exactly has happened, however Yeats has arrived at this moment, it is a dynamic one. It brings a happiness that is sacred and democratic. So great my happiness that I was blessed and could blessed, and sorry, that I was blessed and could bless. I'd like to give you an opportunity now to consider your own experience of wonder. And so we come to our first guided meditation on that theme. And I would invite you to begin by just paying some kind attention to your body. You may want to take a moment to settle yourself, to center yourself, to find that posture that you know works for you when it comes to meditation. I would invite you to recall a time of wonder, a moment in your life when you felt transported, when you were amazed, when you experienced awe. The cause of this may have been cosmic. You may have been looking up at the night sky contemplating a landscape. You may have been moved by music, by writing, by art, or you may simply have been struck by the extraordinary beauty of an ordinary moment, by the presence of another human being perhaps, or by the miracle of a good, and ordinary day. I'd invite you to call that moment into your awareness and to contemplate what it was actually like. When you experience this sense of wonder, 
What were your feelings? What were your emotions? What did you see? What were the colours, the sounds? What were the smells, the taste, the textures? And now today, when you bring that experience of wonder into your awareness, what are your feelings? What are your thoughts? And how would you like to honour that moment, that moment of awe and appreciation? How might you like to honour it in your daily life? You may now wish to just take a moment within yourself to give thanks for that experience. We are coming now to a time of shared stillness, which will be followed by some music. In the presence of our chalice flame, let us be still together.
We are going to come in a moment to a second, uh, longer meditation on the theme of wonder. But just before we start, I'd like to say that what I mean by wonder in the context of this meditation is not a certain type of theatrical fabulousness. The, the fabulousness uh, that, we, uh, that we experience when we say to somebody, darling, you were wonderful. Now, I think we should say to each other, darling, you were wonderful, more often than we do. I should confess that I am extremely fond of a certain type of theatrical fabulosity, but that is not what I mean by wonder in this context. I think really what I mean by wonder in this context is reality, the reality of love, the reality of love itself. So again, I would invite you to just pay some kind and gentle attention to your body. Just take a moment to center yourself. You may wish to scan yourself from your toes to your head and just become aware of any knots, any tension you might be holding, 
in your forehead maybe, in your shoulders, your hands, wherever it might be. And don't strain to make that tension go away. Don't make yourself more tense by striving to, uh, to make that tension go away. Just allow it formally, uh, gently, not formally, allow it gently to slip away. And you may wish to pay some attention to your breathing. Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it deep? Is it shallow? And again, don't strain to change your breathing. Just notice it and allow it gradually to fall into a natural rhythm. These are some words of Saint Augustine. People go abroad to wonder at the heights of mountains, at the huge waves of the sea, at the long courses of the rivers, at the vast compass of the ocean, at the circular motions of the stars. And they pass by themselves without wondering. I am saying to you now that Saint Augustine is right. You yourself, right now, this morning, listening to my words, you are part of the wonder of the universe. Most of us accept that the living world and the universe of which it is a part are full of wonders. But we often struggle to accept the wonder of ourselves. How can we possibly believe that the universe is full of wonder and that it stops quite exactly when it reaches ourselves? I am now inviting you to contemplate the wonderful being that is you. I'm inviting you to begin by contemplating the wonder that is your body. Your body right now is wonderful. Of course, you may sometimes be frustrated with your body. You may resent the pain or discomfort you have from injuries or illness or aging. You may struggle with a disability or with a chronic health condition. You may judge your body for its shape or size or feel that your body is judged by other people. Yet right now you are alive 
And right now, however you are feeling in your body this morning, whatever judgments you or others may make about it, your body is one of the wonders of the universe. Your senses, your appetites, your sexuality, your capacity simply to breathe in and out. All of these are wonderful. The taste and fragrance of an orange, that lovely ache in your limbs when you have been out for a good long walk, your capacity to feel the sun on your face, to hear the rain on your window, your hands, your voice, your unique and wonderful face. These are all wonders of the universe. I would invite you now just to take a moment for the wonder that is your body. I would invite you now to contemplate the wonder that is your mind. Your mind this morning really is wonderful. You might sometimes resent your mind. You might resent your experiences of depression, anxiety, stress, or the many other ways in which our mental well-being can be challenged. Yet right now, your thinking self, your intelligence is wonderful. Your capacity to reason, to question, to imagine, to make decisions, to dream. These are all astonishing things that your mind does every day. Planning, remembering, assessing, communicating your needs and your boundaries, you could do none of these without your mind. Your sense of who you are, your capacity to express yourself and to understand others. We take these things for granted and yet they are wonders. These processes of your mind are breathtaking wonders of the universe. Just for a moment, I would invite you to give thanks for the wonder that is your mind. And now I would invite you to contemplate the wonder that is your heart. 
the home of your feelings is wonderful. Of course, sometimes we are heart sick. We are sad or angry. We are lonely or disappointed. We are frightened. We feel defeated. Surely having feelings isn't always easy, but difficult feelings come with being alive. And sometimes they motivate us to make changes in our lives. And sometimes those difficult feelings inspire us to change the world. Your capacity to love and be loved, to love and be loved in so many different ways on this Sunday in June 2021 is quite wonderful. Your passion, your tenderness, your loyalty, your righteous anger, your sense of fun and delight, these gifts of the heart are shining wonders of the universe. I would now invite you to give thanks for the wonder that is your heart, the home of your feelings. And now I would invite you to contemplate your soul, your spirit. Your soul is wonderful. It can be, the soul, it can be, of course, elusive. It is difficult to define, but we might think of it as our essence our unique energy, our truest self. We can suffer in our souls when we are mistreated, when the conditions of our lives do not sit well with us, <coughs> excuse me, when regret and guilt overwhelm us. Your soul is where you experience inspiration and true freedom. It is in your soul that you know deep inner peace. Your soul is the root of your most authentic self. It is the source of your most intense connection and the anchor of your faith and values, the inner shrine of your spiritual practice. Your soul is full of wonder. I would invite you now to take a moment to give thanks for the elusive but empowering mystery that is the wonder 
of your soul. I would invite you now to give thanks for the wonder that is your whole self, for your body, your mind, your heart, your soul, and for the mysterious and creative ways they interact to make you whole. I would invite you also to give thanks for your story, the whole of your story, your adventures, your setbacks, your achievements, your regrets, your hopes, your joys and sorrows. All of these make you the miracle that you are. I would invite you now to give thanks for the unique and human wonder that you are right now in this present moment. You are no more and no less wonderful than anyone else, but the whole of you has a unique place in the cosmos. You have your wondrous being among all the other wonders of creation. I'd invite you to truly own that experience of wonder I asked you to consider earlier. I'd invite you to truly own that capacity for wonder. It lives within you, that openness to being filled with awe and appreciation and love and gratitude for the world for the world that is part of who you are and you are part of it. It is one of the ways you belong. To paraphrase Augustine, Mary Fegan and Yeats together, we wonder at the heights of mountains at the vast compass of the ocean, at the circular motion of the stars, without pausing to notice the wonder that is ourselves. We are, each of us, a cosmic treasure. We are blessed and can ourselves Bless. Amen. In just a moment, we're going to sing our second hymn this morning. But I would just invite you now to take a moment to 
ease yourself gently, carefully out of our time of meditation and into our shared online space. Just gently ease yourself back into our gathering. We come now to our second hymn, Brother Sun, Sister Moon. Once again, this is a recording of the Kensington congregation singing back in 2017. As before, all the words will be up on your screen in a moment, and uh, we will try to keep everyone muted. Thank you so much Jeff for taking us on a wonderful guided meditation. Uh, just a few other brief announcements this morning. I know we're running a little long but I thought it was worth giving you the unexpurgated experience. Uh, thank you to John for hosting and Janine in technical support. 
Thanks to Marianne for giving our reading and Marilisa for our lovely music and for being game for all the quirky requests that me and Jeff could throw at her. As ever, there are a number of opportunities to connect with the congregation in the week ahead. Tomorrow, our Green Spirit group is meeting at seven on Zoom to mark the summer solstice. Contact Sarah or David to sign up for that. We've got coffee morning at 10.30 on Tuesday, which is always excellent conversation. And if you've not been before, newcomers are always welcome. Heart and Soul continues twice a week, our contemplative spiritual gathering. And this week's title is I Don't Know. I do know it's I don't know. Uh, there are a few spaces tonight and on Friday at seven. Um, so sign up. We're also starting to offer in-person gatherings at church. We're hoping to do four a month. The next two are on Saturday the 26th with Michael Allure and Wednesday the 30th with Brian Ellis. Booking is essential. Covid safe protocols are in place. Sign up with the leader of the one you want to go to. We're still trying to gauge demand for these in-person gatherings. So if there isn't enough interest, for it to be viable we, we might rethink the offering so do sign up if you want to come along to make sure they happen there are also two more concerts coming up at church in the series that abby our music scholar is putting on last week's concert was great there's a link to the video of it on our friday email and there are still places available for the next two if you want to be there in person the next one is a string quartet on the 22nd at 7 30. um don't forget we'll have virtual uh, coffee time after the service if you want to stay and chat in small groups and if that's not your thing as I said earlier do get in touch via email and, and be, be in contact with us that way I know it's harder to get to know people in this online arena if you can bear it we like to take a, a photo after the uh, closing music so do stick around for that and we'll be back next week on Zoom at 10 for a service marking the end of Pride Month, uh, both celebrating the gains that have been made down the years and considering how far we sadly still have to go. Um, how much aggravation and inequality and violence, as we heard earlier, LGBT plus people face the world over. We'll be considering what we each can do to help matters and several friends of the congregation will be sharing mini reflections on what they want allies to know. And there'll be some excellent musical treats in next week's service as well so do come back for that so we've just got our closing words and closing music now um, so i invite you to select gallery view again so that we can all see everybody for the benediction and get a sense of our community and connectedness as we close There is so much we don't know, so much we'll likely never know. So remembering that this universe is so much larger than our ability to comprehend, let us go forth from this hour with a resolve to stop trying to reduce the mysteries of the cosmos to the size of our limited view. And let's let wonder, that sense of what is sacred, find space to open up our minds and illuminate our lives. Amen. Good morning or evening, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say could mean the world's disaster could change your joy and laughter to tears and pain it's that love's in me 
of love today. Don't delay, send yours in right away. Hate's going round, breaking many hearts. Stop it, please, before it's gone too The force of evil plans to make you its possession And it will, if we let it, destroy everybody We all must take precautionary measures If love and peace you treasure, then you'll hear when I say that love's in need of love today Don't delay, send yours and ride away Hate's going round, breaking many hearts Stop it please, before it's gone Send yours and ride away Hate's going round Breaking many hearts Stop it please Before it's gone too far